call this episode Battle Not Against Flesh and Bone. We battle not against flesh and bone. I got that expression, that phrase from the Bible. Now, as you may or may not know, I'm not Christian, but I do take wisdom wherever I can get it. I realized the other day that when we get upset at people, we don't necessarily need to focus on the individuals, right? We are programmed to focus on the individuals, but that is effectively a waste of time because it's not the person that upsets you. It's what they represent. I'll say that again. It's not the person that upsets you necessarily, if you really think about it. It's what they represent because that person, say for example, you're mad at somebody, or you're upset at somebody because you're racist. That same person, the same body, the same flesh and bone could also represent in a different lifetime, in a different experience, it could also represent kindness and goodness, right? But if they maybe are kind to other people, but then they say they're racist to you, it's not them. It's this idea of white supremacy or the superiority. That is what you have a problem with. But we are programmed to focus on the issue of the individual rather. So we are programmed to focus on the individual rather than the issue of what they represent. Same thing with like, for example, a man catch a man mansplaining or sort of saying crazy shit to you in the sense of because you're a female he says the sort of sexist jokes and things that like oh you can't understand that because you're a woman for example he tries to just talk down to you it's not necessarily that individual because that person that person that same individual that flesh and bone when they interact with their mother interact with them with such kindness and grace and love right but for whatever reason their interaction with you they are interacting or sort of expressing a domineering and condescending and misogynistic attitude. So it's not them that you have an issue with. It is what their actions represent. It is the idea of misogyny, of the patriarchy that you have a problem with. So you take a step back, forget the person and focus on the idea. I, I don't give a fuck about you as a person and how you're acting and how you're moving, right? You cannot hurt me. What I have a problem with is the fact that we live in a misogynistic society, that people feel like it's okay to look at another person and think that you're superior to them simply because of their genitals, right? That's a problem, right? You see how all of a sudden it's, a, it's bigger than the person? You see how all of a sudden you're redirecting that person's actions to what matters more, not what they do or what they say, but this bigger toxic sort of issue that's a, that's a festering sort of wound in the back of our society same thing with racism right and white supremacy i don't have a problem with somebody telling me this one individual telling me or a couple of individuals whatever all the individuals that have told me that my artwork is too ethnic i don't give a fuck about them they could all kind of go under a pool of just individuals who believe something fucked up the problem that i have with them or the problem that i have is not with them it's the idea that one white <laughs> like Caucasians, Europeans don't have ethnic groups like they do, clearly, right? And two, that I now as a black artist can't paint representational art that represents me as a black artist when other people of other colors like Frida Kahlo and, you know, Van Gogh, Picasso, right? They are able to sort of paint their art to be representative rather of them, right? Because an artist paints themselves. All these other artists have that, right? So they can paint what is reflective of their culture. But the moment I do the same thing as I'm entitled to as an artist to paint and tell stories of my experience that 
I'm getting pushback, people telling me that, no, you cannot do that. And that's what I have a problem with. It's not the people. It's this idea that as a black person, I don't have the right to do that as all my other counterparts do as the white males, as even your Mexicans, right? And people of like Hawaiians, right? Asians, right? You go into an, you know, in an average gallery and this will change. I know it will change, right? And that's okay. But this will change. This, this ideology, this toxic sort of like festering boil in the mindset of the art world has no choice but to change as people die off, <laughs> as, as humanity grows up and grows past this idea that the color of your skin has something to do with who you are as an individual in the sense of people with lighter skin somehow being superior to people with darker skin makes no sense. I mean, it's just stupid, uh, but that we will grow past that. And by we, I mean the small sect of people, because I think most people understand this, but I think the, a lot of gatekeepers, they need to sort of evolve past that, but this sort of backwards mindset. So I don't care about this person. It, it's too easy to make it about this one person said this to me, or these, these people said this to me, and to hold on to their faces. Right, you see this, we're shown this on, we're shown this in movies, for example, right? So there's a character that's trying to like achieve certain things. And then this one person shows up and they're like, you'll never amount to anything. And then that person, you know, the person that's trying to achieve something takes that person's face and all the people that said crazy shit to them. And then they kind of focus on this person. I'm going to show you. And they focus on the individual that said this, the shit to them, not this idea that it's fucked up to think that you have the right to tell somebody else what they're going to do with their life and to speak down on somebody. That idea is a fucked up idea, but that is a, it's a bigger leap. It's a bigger accomplishment to say no. And maybe not accomplishment is not the right word. It, it takes a change of mindset to say no. I don't have a problem with Tim or Bob or Sue that said some shit to me that I'm not going to amount to anything. I have a problem with the fact that you as an individual that's just like me feel as though you have some sort of authority to speak on what I'm going to do with my life when you're just like me, right? I don't give a fuck if you're a teacher. I don't give a fuck if you're some whatever gatekeeper. You don't see the future in a conventional sense. You don't know what I'm going to amount to. And the fact that you feel like you have the power to speak that level of negativity over me is what I have a problem with. I have a problem with the fact that as a society, we have been socialized to believe that that kind of behavior is okay to speak down to people when we have no idea what the future holds. The same thing with people who go to like tell their peers, I've got this business idea. And their peers say, oh no, that's not gonna, that's not gonna go anywhere. And then you get mad at your, your friend for saying that shit. No, one, the problem isn't your friend saying that. It's just, the problem is your friend, the fact that we live in a society that hasn't socialized your friend to understand that just because they cannot see something that you can see, just because they don't have the vision that you have, doesn't mean that they have the right. Anybody has the right to stop you or to hinder you from going forward with the idea that you have. But that's a failure, not of the individual, but society. And so once you start making your problems, not about people, but about ideas that society has, mindsets that society has, behaviors that are encouraged in our society, you can then start tackling the true problem and healing society as a whole. Hey, it's not okay that we as a society don't encourage people to be able to sort of pursue goals that maybe the rest of us cannot see. That's a problem for a successful society to sort of emerge, to grow. For us to have a successful culture, 
we need to get in the habit of understanding that it's the visionaries that can see things that the rest of us can't. They need to be encouraged because when they make changes based on the things that they see that the rest of us can't, us as a collective, as a whole, move forward. It's not personal to the person that said the thing. It's the idea that what they said represents. So don't focus on the individual that said the thing. Understand that right now, that person is a victim of a fucked up mindset. And that's it. I don't have a problem with that person who said no or all those people who said no, right? Because they're no, it's a representation of a fucked up mindset. They just can't see things right now. But I, as a visionary, can. And I can say that shit's not okay. So if you are in a situation where you're interacting as a woman and you're facing misogyny and it's upsetting you, you are upset because you know that you are equal. And so that should change the way you interact. It's not about that person. It's about their fucked up mindset. And then it allows you to take a step back and go, look, listen, I don't need you to explain something to me. I understand it already. You don't attack the person, even if they're attacking you and say, you're fucking, <laughs> you're fucking this, you're a dickhead, you know, you're trying to this, that, and the other. It's this, it's this idea of mindset. You take a step back and then you can say, I don't need you to explain something to me. I already understand it. I understand that you, you've grown up in a society that has sort of warped your mind to think that females are not as capable as a male. And that is a sort of um, a hindrance to you. But I'm not, I'm not a victim of that. That's not a hindrance to me. And so I'm going to continue to operate <laughs> the way I've operated. You get, you get what I mean? And, and then just kind of move past it, right? This allows you to say things, to move in certain ways without you personalizing people's behavior. You have to understand that most people are not aware. They're not awake. They're not conscious. They're not sentient. A lot of people are, in a sense, sort of still stuck in a hive mind. And so a lot of the time when they talk, it's society that's talking out of their mouth. It's culture that's talking out of their mouth. It's a present mindset that's talking out of their mouth, right? There's some people who can hear something racist and not be affected by it. And then there's others who go, that's fucked up. And the people who can stop and go, that's fucked up. Those are people who can see a better world, who understands as a, as a collective, we benefit when people have equal access to opportunities and are not denigrated over things that they cannot control, like the color of their skin or the bodies that they're born into. And so to sort of tie it back, what we need to encourage in our society are visionaries who can see better than what we found ourselves in right now. And so if you are able to see better than what we found ourselves in right now, patriarchy, if you're a male or female, that can see better and understand that humanity is more is capable than than what we are now. We can do more. We can do better. Then it's your job to lead humanity down that path, right? Instead of getting bogged down with this sort of uh, the negative emotion of getting annoyed and angry and things of that nature, you're a visionary. Recognize that you're a visionary because a true visionary looks up and questions the status quo. But you don't challenge the individuals directly because it's bigger than the individual what you do when you speak to the person that says something racist or sexist or misogynistic you say you speak directly to the idea that's a fucked up idea that hinders and holds back society because for example in the case of you know sexism is 50 percent of the population that is undervalued right now so any man or woman 
that echoes this idea of sort of uh, misogynistic ideas, they are holding society back because that's 50% of our collective sort of um, mind capacity, brain capacity that is being held back. How does that help the collective as a whole? So you challenge that. That's a fucked up mindset. It's the same thing with racism, right? We are separately considered minorities, right? So you take a black person and you put them aside. You take an Indian person and you put them aside. You take a brown person and you put them aside. You take a Native American and you put them aside and you call them all minorities, except that collectively they're not minors. You put them all together, you people of color, all of a sudden they have one voice. They become the majority but the reason why they've been segmented into these sort of fractures is so that they don't realize that collectively together there's more of them right and so we're told that well white people are you know uh majority but they're not if you take non-white people and put them together and so once again if you operate in the system of just white supremacy then there is the majority of people who are being artificially hindered artificially suppressed right? Whose ideas aren't being considered and that hurts the collective. So everybody needs access to the same level of opportunity so that us as a collective, let's say culture or country or species can move forward. These ideas, these negative ideas that kind of come out of the mouth of through the individuals that we tend to have problems with are what is holding humanity back. So you start to think as a collective, not as the individual, and then you address the idea that is coming out of the mouth of the individual get it this stops you from being or reacting in an emotional manner and then the real issue being sort of lost right as in that's a fucked up idea right and so now this allows you to talk to people who say things that are well backwards right that support a status quo that it doesn't serve the collective so if they say something to you like in my case like oh i don't know that artist who is is too ethnic you can say something back as like that's a weird idea what does that even mean right you don't make it personal you don't make it about you it's bigger than you you're part of this collective your job here is to make change so you say what does that mean are the only ethnic groups that are allowed to be represented people with light skin white people am i not as an artist allowed to represent my people as part of a collective of a culture of a human species isn't art supposed to be inclusive then you're not making it about that person. You don't say like, then you're not like, okay, this person's fucking racist. It's more that this person is sort of blinded by a racist ideology that's stopping them from able to see the beauty of the collective, of the collective, of the human race, of these various cultures, which is a detriment to them. Because I can certainly appreciate the art of Van Gogh and I can certainly appreciate the art of Rita Kela and I can be appreciative of the art of Picasso and Leonardo da Vinci and that can positively influence my work. But that also means that there are white artists that need to see my work so that as a whole, right, their work is also inclusive and representative of the human race and, and they can also be positively inspired by black artists because that's how artists work. Picasso was the one who said great artists steal, but he didn't mean steal in the way people have come to understand the word steal. He meant that they borrow ideas the way a bee borrows nectar from plants, right? It, it creates, it takes nectar from plant to plant, flower to flower. And you guys have heard me say this before, but it bears repeating. A bee collects nectar, but it doesn't make more nectar. It makes 
honey and you can have honey that comes from you know wildflowers you can have honey that comes from like avocados right but it makes its own thing and even like an avocado inspired <laughs> um honey has this very distinct taste as opposed to one that comes from wildflowers also very distinct taste but it's its own thing and so that's how artists you know should be right and not not just an artist that paints right you also have artists that code right that's just a different expression of a, an artistic mind you have artists that make music you have artists that write stories right so we as as a as a human race as a collective we need artists but every type of human sort of section of humanity needs to be represented in the art space and so that conversation now becomes less about once again about the person who says something stupid and more about how is that idea harming our collective and keeping us from moving forward. So once you start thinking in that way, you start thinking about, hmm, yes, I'm only going to be here for about 70, 80 years, but I want to make sure that whether it's quietly acknowledged or loudly acknowledged that my existence here is meaningful. And so my job here is to come and sort of destroy ideas that are holding the collective back. And I'm going to do my part to destroy ideas that are holding the collective back so that humanity in the future, especially should I reincarnate, right, is better off. And so instead of making it about the person, you make it about dismantling an idea, an ideology. And then your existence becomes about dismantling an ideology as opposed to attacking a person or defending yourself against a person. It's bigger than the person. It's about the idea. So I remember, we do not battle against flesh and bones but against fucked up ideas.